Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders Podcast, episode 52. First and foremost, I hope that this episode has no audio issues because I've been told that my podcast has been cutting out my last few Patreon episodes for some reason. Um, so hopefully I clear up the issue. If not, just bring that to my attention. Uh, secondly, I just want to thank our newest Patreon supporters for the month. Like I said before, we have so many new ones, like 30 plus, that I can't even keep track of it anymore this month. But most of your vinyls went out already and your appreciation letters have been signed and sent. Um, I'm feeling pretty good today. I feel pretty calm. Normally, I'm really, uh, normally, I'm really, what's the word to describe it? Um, not energetic. Normally, I'm too, I'm really hyper. I don't know if I can, I just have a lot of energy and I do a lot of things during the day and I'm constantly running around and I'm constantly moving meeting this person for that, doing jujitsu, you know, going shooting, working, podcasting, recording, army stuff, like you name it. You guys know I'm moving around a lot. And, but lately over the last three days, you guys have known that I've been off of social media for since, what is it, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday night is when I got off and I just needed a thorough break. And I'm on day three and um, day three is when I start to get back into not, or uh, I start to get used to not always checking my social media and responding to messages and feeling like I just constantly need to be attached to my phone, which isn't a problem, but you know, I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to feel relaxed again and I'm starting to feel like really calm and just uh, present. That's the whole point of me getting off of social media for X amount of days is just feeling, I want to feel present again. I want to feel non-distracted. So I'm feeling pretty good. We have a cold front coming in to my town now. So it's been hot. It's weird because we had this, it was super hot four to five days ago. I mean, we had garage show weekend and I was walking outside and I couldn't even sit there for more than a couple minutes because the heat just off of the asphalt was so intense. And it's funny because I know you guys who live in hot places, like really hot, you know, 90 degrees is nothing to you, but to us in the mountains, we, we, we stay inside all day. We don't go out when it's like that, but then all of a sudden it's cold and like chilly. And last night I love, I love the cold. I sleep with the windows open and stuff like that. So, but if I feel refreshed, I feel clean and, uh, I don't know. This is like my optimal weather operating weather right now. So I just feel calm, cool, collect, relaxed. I feel really creative. And, um, my garden is now starting to fully, flourish, which kind of worries me because I waited so long to garden that now they're just now starting to sprout my, um, I'm finally getting the fruits of the squash. And I think after like a week, I'll have my first butternut squash. So everything's, yeah, it's, everything's been pretty good lately. Um, officially booking my flight to Kentucky for the gathering of the folk with my friend Jacob from wisdom of Odin to have a nice gathering there with other Norse pagans. And it's going to be a good time. Um, but I've been getting a question a lot lately after a quote that I've posted um, from Twitter that I shared to Instagram. And the quote said that every man should spend a considerable amount of time leaving or living alone. And sometimes my episodes are inspired by ideas that I have. Other times it's inspired by questions. This was one of the times that it was inspired by you guys especially my Patreon supporters who we held a poll on it and they voted on it. And a lot of people ask me, why, why, why do you recommend a man living alone for a certain amount of time? What about living alone is beneficial? What are the pros and cons of it? I mean, why? Um, and I, 
I've been living alone for, I want to say closer to three years now, like just dead alone. I mean, I had roommates for a while. My, my friend Christina and Sergey, when they were buying a house, they were only here for a couple months, um, couple months. And then, you know, my ex and I used to live together for about a year, but for the most part, I would say two years and let's say two years in this house. Um, I was completely alone. I mean, I had Phyllis, um, you know, I wouldn't, I don't really bring friends over a lot. I don't really bring family over a lot, but, uh, I've been alone now at first I was hesitant, hesitant to live alone because I've never lived alone before. Really? Whenever I was in the army, I always had some type of roommate or, you know, like in the army, they have rooms where there's two beds in an open room. And so you're like sleeping right next to each other. So I, and then even when I like rented a house while I was in the army, I was still in a house with two other people. And, you know, when I was in Sweden, I still had, you know, my girlfriend who is my quote roommate, if you can even call it that. And I've always been, I've always been living with somebody always. And then I get here and I end up, my girlfriend and I end up, you know, going our separate ways. And then I have this house to myself. And then I'm just thinking, well, what do I do? Do I sell the house or not sell it? But do I move out because I'm not on a lease agreement? I'm just a month to month, um, which is surprising. I didn't think they'd ever do that, but I was very, I was like, okay, I was intimidated. That's what I'm trying. I was intimidated by the idea of living alone. And I don't know why I was intimidated. So first of all, when I first got into this house by myself, after my ex and I, we went our separate ways, I was worried about money because I was really, really poor at the time. I was making, I at, I mean, guys, at this time I had virtually no money in my bank account, four or $5. You know, I was checking my pockets for coins, you know, credit cards. I never really gotten big into credit cards, but I had a few credit cards that I started using just to eat. You know, I was going into food banks and stuff like that. Local food banks from the local churches once a month and getting cans of garbanzo beans. You know, it was tough. It was really tough living alone. So I had that pressure on me and I thought about moving back in with my parents, which I've told you guys before. And then I was like, okay, am I even capable of living alone? Will I get lonely? That's one of the things that a lot of us think about is, are we going to get lonely when we're alone with our own minds and our own bodies? Are we going to get depressed? Are we going to feel excluded in a certain way? And then I ultimately made the choice. My dad and I were on a walk one day and this is a long time ago. And he offered me to move back into the house and I considered it. But then I was thinking, well, I'd really like to do that because, you know, when you live with your parents and you're making money, you, you do save that money. So I was like, okay, I'll save up the money and, you know, it'll be good. But then at the same time, I was like, then, but then I feel like I would be restricting my own growth. I feel like if I stayed in this house, then it would force me to make more money to, um, you know, pursue these hobbies, not hobbies, but these jobs that I've been wanting to do. It'll pursue me to find more creative ways to make money and gain my independence. And I knew that through, I knew that it would be tough and I knew it'd be difficult, but I knew ultimately it would be beneficial. So I made the hard choice of deciding to stay in this house by myself. That was two years ago. And the finances was obviously hard. I don't need to go into details about why that's why being poor is hard. But for the first year, I would say that as a young man living alone, you always think you know yourself, right? You always think you know yourself. You always think you know what you do and do not like. And to a certain extent, you're right. However, 
once you start living alone and you're in that solitude and you're in that peace and quiet, different thoughts start to arise to your mind that you never thought you've had before. You never thought you were capable of their solitude has a weird way of turning every man into kind of a philosopher and a thinker, especially when he is not distracted by video games or porn or all the other things that I tell you guys about that, you know, distract you and kind of pull you off the path. So when you're in solitude or quiet or not even that, maybe just alone, you kind of start to contemplate your life and your existence. Maybe not on a level so deep that you just, you know, decide to become a Buddhist monk or something like that or something extreme like that. But you gain this certain awareness of your existence, your spectrum of consciousness expands outwards, you know, into your room through the living room, you know, the kitchen and then outside and into the universe and the cosmos. And you kind of put out these feelers of consciousness out there and you kind of have time to think about different types of things. And if it sounds like I'm being kind of abstract here and vague, it's because I am on purpose because I can never fully describe what it feels like to live alone, kind of like a hermit for a prolonged period of time, if, unless you've done it yourself. It's uh, it's very abstract. It's a very weird experience. And, um, you know, you start to really, that voice in your head that we all have, whatever that voice is, whether it's ourselves or, you know, our consciousness or a being or whatever, that voice that we have in our head, our shadow, you become harshly aware of it and familiar with it. And it's weird to harness that. I don't know even what you want to describe it, but it's weird to harness that and to get that, get to know that side of yourself on such a personal level that it often starts to eat a lot of people alive and they can't handle it. And, um, they want to use other people to, you know, distract them and make them feel better because when they're alone with that voice in their head themselves, they tend to downward spiral and catastrophize things and become depressed and anxious and, you know, maybe even suicidal and stuff like that. But once you have a certain amount of time alone and you practice being alone, you realize that there's a great piece to it and you kind of gain this strength and you feel like you really start to know yourself and who you are as not only a person and as a man, because living alone allows you to pay attention. In my last episode about the terrible 20s, I told you guys that it's very, very important to kind of just sit there and pay attention and be alert and be awake. And um, I would say that for the first six months of officially being alone, man, I was a freaking wreck. I was super depressed. Depressed like you wouldn't even imagine. I mean, some of you guys will, but I was like post-relationship depressed where I just felt like I just ruined this awesome relationship that I had, even if it was awesome or not awesome or great or whatever it was. Um, I was still in a lot of pain. And then all the breakup feelings, you know, that are naturally occurring were just amplified by my perceived loneliness. But uh, the first six months were incredibly difficult, but then after that, I started to really decide to get my shit together and stop playing video games and, you know, stop drinking so much and, you know, all the stuff that a lot of men want to do when they live alone. A lot of men, when they 
start to live alone. They want to just take up alcohol and, you know, they want to just take up blasting music and inviting friends over and partying and all this stuff like that. You know, I guess that's understandable, but I don't know how productive that actually is if you're doing it so often. But after a certain amount of time of living alone, you start to focus on more important things like reading, you know, listening to podcasts, watching informative YouTube videos, finding yourself spiritually, really experimenting with you as a human. So ultimately living alone just comes down to something as obvious as it gives you time to hone in on your personality and your character traits and it gives you time to be interested in things that you want to be interested in now the question always occurs to other people um when they te- when i when they ask me about my experience with living alone is okay so if we can agree that living alone is beneficial which there are benefits to it you know which i've explained there's also cons to it Um, You know, you can, if you're not careful, you, okay, I'll go over the cons. The cons of living alone are you can get very, very lonely, very, very quickly. And you could get very, very stuck very, very easily because if you're used to other people kind of telling you what to do and guiding you and pushing you in the right direction, you know, let's say if you lived with a girlfriend who was very helpful for the last couple of years and she always made you breakfast and, you know, you guys went to bed at the same exact time and maybe she was an early bird and you weren't, but since you were together, you guys went to bed early at the same time and she was a gym rat and, you know, you felt like you had to be a gym rat too or all these different things where you realized your personality was half of your partner. Um, you realize that you only did things because your partner did them or your roommates did them or whatever. And then you get to be by yourself and you realize, yeah, I don't, that's, I don't really want to do that anymore. You know, did I ever want to do that? And you start questioning these different things. And then, um, you know, obviously cons with living alone come with nobody f- shares the financial burden with you and you have rent on your own shoulders, which is heavy, especially in certain places like California. So there are cons to living alone, considerable cons. Um, now, does that, now, am I saying that every man must live alone in order to find himself and in order to, you know, kind of become a well-integrated man? No, not necessarily. But all I'm doing is admitting that there are certain benefits of living alone. Um, so back to my original point was I was saying that a lot of people find, um, they ask me how long you should live alone for. I think that every man should live alone for at least a year at least a year, because the first six months are incredibly difficult. At least they were for me. You're very lonely. You kind of just feel, and I'm not saying live alone and then don't work, right? I'm not saying just live alone and just be in a house, lock yourself, hermit away, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm saying just live alone for up to a year. If you have the opportunity to do it, if not, don't go out of your way and throw everything off to the side just for this awesome idea of living alone. It's kind of living alone is co- kind of a matter of circumstance, usually a consequence of something and or a decision, maybe conscious decision or maybe not. But um, most of most people just find themselves happen to be living alone at one point or another for whatever reason. But I would say at least a year live alone. And, um, you'll, I think what you'll find yourself doing is after that year, maybe even further past that, if you decide to go further than that, or maybe you are past that, but you will find that you are so much stronger than you and original originally anticipated you being, um, after that year and a half, if you lived alone properly and you didn't use it to in indulge in apathy and decadency and laziness and, you know, complete and total seclusion, 
you will find that you used your time hopefully wisely and used it to educate yourself, to learn more about who you are as a man, what you want in the long term and short term. And I would hope that you were practicing physical readiness, you know, gaining that physique, going to the gym and fully experiencing the time that you have alone and using it to your advantage. Because the truth of the matter is, is that you want to live alone for a short amount of time. So you don't have to live alone forever. So I don't know exactly what I mean by that, but I think what it means is that once you live alone for a short amount of time, you can live for a long time with a partner with less issues. Because I've noticed that a lot of people who just jump from home to home with girlfriends or whatever it is, and they're married for a long time and they've never lived alone for a short amount of time, maybe up in the mountains or in the woods or, you know, whatever strange places that they always have. Men have this natural urge to go live alone. And they just feel like all their problems would be solved if they just lived alone and if they just got away from everything. Every man has had that fantasy of running away from his, you know, his job or maybe even of his wife or kids and just living alone up in the mountains. An unrealistic fantasy, but you can rationalize that pretty easily. And then living alone, maybe at a younger age or when you have the opportunity to kind of allows you to get that out of your system. Because let me tell you where I am at my point in time. I am living alone, you know, I've been living alone for years now and I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm ready to live with a partner. I'm ready to go find a wife and build a house together and build a life together and I'm ready to have children and to be with other people and share my experience and my energy with people who I care closely about. And um, will there be times in the future where I'm like looking back on the time that I have now and the solitude that I have now and miss it? Absolutely. But now it's like I used this hermiting energy properly and um, I feel like I will feel much more not stable, not really secure, but I'll feel much more based in the future because I had this experience in this house. I mean, the forest that came into this house in 2017 is unrecognizable to this forest who's going to leave this house in 2021. You know what I mean? Just two completely different people. If you can, if you can put that into an image in your head, just imagine this guy walking into a building or into a small house, walking in, hanging out there for a few seconds in the speck of time, you know, three years is nothing, turning around and then a completely different person emerges. The hermit energy is completely underrated, to be honest. I've noticed that while I've been living in this house alone, I've stored up a lot of this energy and I've kind of used it once I've gathered enough of it, of, enough of it to explode outwards and to kind of create this ripple effect in my local community and the internet community and the, 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 I don't know, manosphere, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's like, I've, I've curled up in this ball. I feel like in my head, I've curled up in this ball and I've just opened up my chest and just exploded outwards. And I was able to make a positive impact. Now, the problem with that hermit energy is that if you curl up in a ball, I'm, I'm saying curl up in a ball, like, you know, seclude yourself and you know, kind of be away from everything and everybody for a little bit. Um, if you curl up in a ball for too long and you immerse yourself in your books or maybe if you're destructive, your video games the way up for too long, you'll curl up on that ball and then you be, your bones will hurt, your mind will hurt, your muscles will hurt. And, um, you know, you, you kind of enter that shadowy form of the hermit rather than the wise 
you know, knowledge based version of the hermit. I'm getting very mythological at this point. I know I do that sometimes, but I really do hope that makes sense to you guys. But my advice to you is that if you have the opportunity to live alone, whether you're a young man, maybe you just got out of the army, maybe, maybe you have the opportunity to go live in your family's back house or something like that. Maybe you could take a short vacation somewhere for a couple weeks or maybe a month or two or something. But if you've never experienced being alone before, I suggest giving it a try. And especially if you're a man, for a woman, it's different. For a woman, it's different. I'm not sure how it is different, but it is different. For a man, it's um, it's a much more spiritual experience. I, I think, I don't know, ladies, you could tell me what your experiences are living alone as a woman, but I found that men are much more likely to live alone. Another thing about living alone is that it becomes kind of addicting. And once you really set into it, you really realize that you don't need other people as much as you thought you did. Now, I am not an individualist. I know that I need other people. I know that I'm most happy around other people, but you do not need other people as much as you think, as much as you think. You are much more independent than you originally thought. And once you get a good idea of that feeling, and once you really grab a hold of it, you kind of don't want to let it go to a certain extent um, because you have this new superpower essentially. Once you conquer the mind, you will conquer the world. And once you, um, you know, conquer the world, I feel like you can always go back to living alone at any time and it won't really bother you as much. But is it something that I suggest for everybody? I don't know. I don't know if it's something I suggest for everybody. Did it benefit me in the long run? Absolutely. Uh, do I want to do it forever? No. How much longer do I want to do it for? No longer than another year because I'm making moves towards Idaho. I'm currently in the process of getting pre-approved for a home and I'm hoping to be out of here by no later than, you know, the beginning of next year. So, um, yeah, think about that. And, um, maybe it's right for you. Maybe it's not, maybe it's something you can or cannot do. Maybe the opportunity will present itself in the future, but ultimately, that is my advice for living alone. I don't think there's anything else that I really want to say. There's always stuff that I want to say and then I literally cancel the episode or pause it and then I start uploading. I'm like, God damn, I should have mentioned that. Um, hmm, let me think. Yeah, if you are going to live alone, just make sure you use it for personal development. Make sure you're not in it for selfish reasons thoroughly and completely like, oh, I just hate living with my parents and I just want to go live alone because screw them. You know what I mean? Go into it the right reasons, the right ideas. Make sure you have a, an, a general idea of why you want to live alone, if you can have one, and then uh, what you want to look like at the end of it. Um, but yeah, all right, you guys enjoy episode 52. And don't forget about my Instagram, which I'm not currently on, Monday underscore Forest with two R's. My Patreon, just Google search Patreon and Forest Monday. You guys have a fantastic Wednesday. <laughs>